talking like you belong. Takes more than that, doesn't it? What? To steal from the Empire? What do you need? A uniform, some dirty hands, and an Imperial talking? <laughs> They're so proud of themselves. They don't even care. They're so fat and satisfied. They can't imagine it. Can't imagine what? That someone like me would ever get inside their house, walk their floors, spit in their food, take their gear. You got the money, I got the box. What else is there to talk about? Cassian Ander. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy. And welcome to Star Wars Sessions and or Recap. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud. And joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon. He's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. And he is surrounded by cushions. It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How are you, sir? Oi, oi, Savaloi. Yes, mate. It's, it's another crisp autumnal morning where we sit down and watch some Andor. Um, I mean, life don't get much better. I texted you this morning, you know. Um, I was like, man, I love Star Wars mornings. He did. It I, opened it, I opened it with a bit of trepidation because long-time listeners know that come any Star Wars morning, I try to stay off my phone. You know, I, I, I won't look at it because... I've been burnt in the past because of some people like my brother uh, <laughs> throwing him under the bus. And I've muted all the Discord, haven't gone on socials. And I saw Luke's name and I thought, oh no. But it just said, oh, I love Star Wars mornings. So I opened it, it and in joy and happiness. And I'm with you, mate. It's cold, it's crisp, the birds are singing as usual. But we're here to talk some Andor, mate. Oh, we are. We are. And we're going to dive into episode six of Andor here on Disney+. Plus. Um, the date is the 12th of October, 2022. I'm not sure. Maybe we should include that. Do you know what I mean? Like, if people are listening back, we can include, Ooh, like, dates. Like to, yeah, so in years ahead when they go, oh, let me listen to what the Star Wars Sessions lads thought of <laughs> yeah. uh, Mandalorian of kenobi of andor then they've got the date and the year you know so it's a bit nostalgic maybe i like it yeah should we do that i like no, it okay let's well, do it like i said 12th of october 2022 <laughs> episode six of andor the eye oh this is Ooh. the final episode in the second three episode arc of andor um it goes without saying my boy this is going to be a spoiler filled review and recap right i think that's fair but we're gonna absolutely i mean at first we're gonna share like our overall thoughts and then we're gonna dive into specifics but it's better just to get that out the way now and it mate of course mate absolutely mate uh the i 51 minutes of filth directed by Susanna white and again written by dan Gilroy so yeah we're gonna go spoilers but let's go up top then let's go brief let's go top level let's go bullet points Luke Bly you've just mentioned it the final part of the second arc of Andor the culmination of the Aldani arc we imagine what did you think coming off of last week's episode where we were both positive on it but we knew it was leading to this one yeah 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 we knew it was leading to something didn't we and we and, and I felt like it needed that um and wow did it pay off this week mate wow did it pay off and i suppose that's sort of the cost of having a series like this you know you're gonna have slower moments you're gonna have quieter episodes quieter moments and but but what it leads into 
is an excellent episode, an excellent, excellent sort of culmination of lots of different things. Actually, this series continues to be, I think, quite complex. It's it's not just always black and white. It's not necessarily goodies versus baddies. There's a lot more to it than that. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this 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 episode feels a little bit like the epitome of that. Like it's it is just it is it's a very 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 good episode. I don't I, I don't it. I don't think it's perfect, like with most things. Um, but th- this is, I mean, it's got everything. <laughs> I mean, the acting, the visuals, the the CG, uh, the story, the plot, the action. I mean. The twists. There's a twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a Fanta twist, mate. So, <laughs> um, Fruit one. overall, overall, I'm really happy. I'm really impressed, Matty boy. Let me throw it back over to you, buddy. Spo- spoiler free, brief, brief yep. overview. What, what are you thinking, mate? Two words, my man. Come on. Oh, <laughs> come on, yo, mate. <laughs> Mon, if that isn't one of the best Star Wars TV episodes I've ever seen, if not the best for reasons I'll go into, then, you know, I'll be the called Clem Andor for the rest of my life. I'll, I'll, I'll get into it, man. Um, all right. All right. There are, there are reasons. But no, I thought it was really, really good. I thought the, like you, mate, for the reasons you said, the acting is on point. The the story, the narrative, the pacing, the cross-cutting, the action, the visuals, um, the, the, the fact that it was almost an hour long kind of helps. No? push it out yeah. a little bit more the twist it's the longest the turns, episode isn't it it's the longest I think episode so, and it, it, it kind of needed to be and the payoff as well you know whatever we thought about last week's episode and again for those who listened you'll know that we were up on it but we were very much aware that it was connecting from parts four to part six and it was a superb character study but it was the promise of what was coming next which is just a bit tantalizing to ignore and thankfully episode six here the eye it, it paid off now if this episode doesn't pay off or or what happens isn't quite as monumental or as epic as we hope it would be then yeah we could look back on part five and think oh man yeah maybe that was a bit of a misstep not because it was bad but because you know it's setting us up for something we didn't get but for me and it seems like for you mate we got it we got that payoff and it i said last week that if it if this one is boss you know it will make the last one and the one before and the other ones even better by proxy even better because of that and i think it has done now i'll go back and watch episode five and be like oh mate i know what's coming next for you guys and it just makes yeah, me sweet true I, i'm up mate two thumbs up from here at a minute yeah true true so i the the, the first thing i wrote to say I'm, I'm i'm speechless that's how flaming good this series is <laughs> i'm like <laughs> it's the morning guys it's the morning give it's us early morning for us but isn't it fun? Isn't it fun getting up and watching this content and just getting stuck in? Because we, yeah. because we are, we're in the UK. This comes out eight AM British time, so we're able to watch this bad boy and pretty much sit down straight away and chat about it. So we are yeah, very boy. much privileged in that respect. Um, yeah, the, the first note I wrote down, mate: outstanding acting from the opening scene. Um, but I think that just goes that that applies to the whole episode. And really the show, generally the show has had excellent acting and excellent direction in it. Um, But this week in particular, this week in particular, I thought the acting was 
sublime. Um, you feel yeah. the tension. You believe everyone's actions. You believe everyone's yeah. morals or maybe lack of morals. You know, there's a lot to unpack in this show. And I think it sets the bar for acting, maybe in the whole mm-hmm. of the saga, maybe in the whole of Star Wars. Maybe. That's a big call. Cool. No, but maybe it does because there are less like Star Wars isms about this show. Even the Imperials we've mentioned aren't the kind of bumbling, hammy um goons that we've seen previously. They are more focused. They're probably they're more um bureaucratic than we've ever seen, but um more focused on reports and admin, but th- there's a different vibe from them. Uh, even like the, the officers stationed at the garrison, they don't feel like daft or silly or like they're having the wall pulled over, over their eyes. There's a reason for them to not want to work that night because they want to see, you know, the, the spoils of the eyes, not because, oh, we looked the wrong way and somebody climbed through a vent and we'd missed it, that kind of rubbish. It, it feels real, like you say, and it, they, it, it's to pay off. And as long as we're getting, keep getting these payoffs, then long may it continue because I love me a character drama, especially when we have stakes and especially when we get episodes oh. like this. Now, whether or not we can expect episode seven and eight to follow the similar trajectory where it's okay, we're going to almost reset. Now we're going to be in a different part of the year, the whatever the four mm. five BBY. And we're going to be uh, focusing on whatever we're focusing on, whether that's Vel, Luth and Mon, uh, Clem Cassian himself. But it's, are we going to have to kind of build up to it? Or are we going to go flying straight into it? That's what excites me about the show. And to be honest now, mate, we're halfway through. And that's the exciting thing. What an episode we've just had. That was the halfway point. Any other of the shows, Mando, Boba, Kenobi, that's the finale. We end with the big heist, but this is halfway through, big boy. Um, uh, but if yeah, if episodes seven and eight are, you know, just world building again, I think it's going to bother me now because I've seen episode three and episode six have had the payoff. So I know we're leading up to something, mate. But yeah, the acting has been stellar. Stellar and star Skarsgård. It's been, oh. it's been excellent. Um, <laughs> My first note, though, mate, is not quite as, um, you know, it's not quite as cultured as yours. It's something I've noticed through all six episodes, and I meant to mention it last week, but I had to mention it this week. It's in capitals, and it's in boulders, so I didn't forget it. It just says, Cassian loves to sniffle. Uh, I sit there with subtitles on, and every time someone talks to him, he always goes, before he talks. And it's like a character, like, trait of his. I don't think it's not a Diego Luna thing. It's a Cassian thing. It's like a tick he does. He just, like, if you watch it, guys, now go back and watch it after listening to this, guys, and you'll just notice that he just sits there. Like, it might be like his left nostril just goes, just sniffles oh. all the time. And the subtitles pick up. It just says, sniffle. So, uh, yeah, Cassian loves the a sniffle. And to be fair, it does open. It does. It oh. says sniffle. And the whole thing uh-huh. opens on this, like, cold, misty, wet Scottish morning. So... Maybe he's just got a cold from being in, in Scotland. Island. Up in Scotland, they call that summer, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie old Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he loves to sniffle, mate. We bounce, mate. Oh, man. Uh, what an episode. Now, you said something funny about in this episode. There's um, it's it, nothing stupid happens. Like, oh, wow, a vent's been left open. Let's, like, go into it or go. something like that. Something, <laughs> stupid. something that I actually wrote down that I really, really, really enjoyed was um, I think you the 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 show um, highlights that you got Val, Val like, running down the dam right yeah but you can see there's a guy like on patrol in his little office and you can see vel like running in the background like she's yeah. she's blurred out on the camera in on the camera yeah, yeah. he's got his headphones and, in isn't he yeah and I, I and i really like that it's like yeah guy just didn't didn't see 
no one was there mm-hmm. to see it. And it shows you that, like, because you could imagine if that were to, if that scene hadn't been included, that people would be complaining, oh, how did they do that and not get away with it? Blah, 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 blah. What this shows <laughs> yep. It has the luxury of time compared to a lot of, the, a lot of other Star Wars projects. Um, it, it, it can show you, yeah, just like no one saw her and people were just busy. And that just feels so much more realistic because things do happen. Things like that happen all the time. They happen every day, whether it's like flaming, I don't know, um, jumping jumping the barriers at the train station or in the underground <laughs> yeah. or something. You know, like people do that all the time and no one gets, no, people don't get caught. You know, like it's just yeah, how like notice so busy. But but I I think that is a small detail that almost um yeah, it, it, it applies to the rest of Andor. You know, Andor can show you all of these little moments and it can show you reasoning. It doesn't necessarily tell you all the time. It just shows you. And again, yeah. I think that's because this is a longer form show. Like you said, we're halfway through now, but we've, we've watched six, six episodes, six episodes of this show. We're halfway through and I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, this, this is fantastic. It's great, great fun. That was a small detail that I thought kind of just showed really what, what, what one of the big strengths of Andor is. Um, fantastic. And, and we get a lot of character development in this again, which Andor mm-hmm. seems to do. It's one of its, uh, one of its favorite things to do as a show. Um, we got the Imperials manipulating. The Aldanis manipulating the the oh. natives. E- everything, everything about the Aldanis, I loved. Everything. Um, the guys, the, their dress, like their their pilgrimage to the yeah. eye, and the interaction with the um, what is the name of what actually happens? They do call it something, don't they? The event. You know, um, I've just known it as they do call it. I know it's just called the eye. I'll find out for you in the meantime, my friend. Oh, good lad, good lad, good lad. Cheers, mate. Well, oh my word, I want to say that I, th- I think we, uh, we've mentioned it. I want to set up top any scene with. It, I mean, it starts with just like one meteor going round, going, going in the sky. Right, this one yes. thing happens and it picks up slowly, and it's and it's weaved in between all of these scenes. Like there's a scene when Vel and Cinta are underwater and they're oh, scuba, they're scuba diving, and you see right in the middle just one of those meteors going going above. And it's that like, oh, that's so beautiful, and <laughs> then. Filth. And then you see, you see the real deal. You see it. And it's, and it's the equivalent of, it's like a mix of a meteor shower and the northern lights. Like, That's what I thought. Yeah. Meteor shower and the northern lights had a baby. And, um, I, I loved how emotional it was, mate boy. You know, I had the absolute privilege of seeing the northern lights last year over in uh, yep. Norway, in the north of Norway. And it is it is emotional. If you've never seen it before, if you've never done anything like that before, it is so, so wonderful, magical, surreal. emotional, surreal, spiritual. It's a very, very unusual um, experience I found anyway. And I know a lot of people um, found found it like that. But I thought, mate, 
you know, again, the, a, a, a huge asset to this show is that it was an, this shower, this phenomenon that happened was like an elegant and, uh, I think a gorgeous way of making this, this place, this setting, a different, you know, quote unquote different kind of Star Wars planet, something we've not seen before, something mm-hmm. new. And it, and it did it so beautifully, so beautifully. And it was one of those, you know, last week I was like, oh, sometimes it doesn't feel that Star Warsy or where, you know, slap an alien in there or something. We get that and I'll get to that later, but. Oh, we do. I thought just, just the planet itself felt like a character. Aldani felt like a character in this episode. And I thought it was magical, mate. Absolutely magical. The visuals. Oh, my dad. Nom nom. According mm. to the internet, it is just called the Eye of Aldani. That's what the spectacle is called, the Eye of Aldani. And you're right, I kind right. of p- tried to picture in my head, what is it going to look like? How are they going to picture this? Given how the tone of Andor is as a show, how are they going to picture this like, phenomenon in the sky? And they did it perfectly. Like you said, it's like the best fireworks show you've ever seen, mixed in with the most beautiful aspects of the Northern Lights. And it looked superb and they said in one of the other in the third episode that you know from the ground it's beautiful and in the air though it's chaos and we see that as well when they're in it but yeah i think it looked really good it didn't look over the top it didn't look overwhelming but like you say there was this kind of ethereal nature to it and the way that they would cross cut to the to the dani as they were watching it was was superb and in fact when they were the cross cutting in this episode was one of the reasons why I've said this is one of the best episodes I've ever seen of Star Wars. Because in other shows or even films, you cross cut to other events in the galaxy, which is a Star Wars trait. You go from what's the heist, you know, oh, what's going on on Coruscant, like during it, whilst this is going on, not at the end of the episode when it's all over, but during it, you're like, oh, what's going on at Coruscant? Let's have some shots of Luthan kind of looking pensive in his shot. None of that. No, nothing like that. It's all about the heist. And the only thing it cross cuts with is the natives watching this beautiful show, and the, and the more kind of uh, the more kinetic their energy gets, and the more frantic and the louder their chants get, and the bigger the flames get on the fire, the more danger or the closer to the uh, oh. danger the gang get. And then at one yes. point, the guy the guy literally puts the fire out, and that's when the Imperials start storming the base. And I'm like, this is this is it. But it keeps all of the focus on this planet and on the heist. And like you say. Prior to this, we saw Aldani. It's a very uh, rural kind of place in the lowlands and the highlands. It looks like naturally stunning. But what can you do to make it Star Warsy without going over the top? And this is what we said in like Kenobi. You know, just just do something small. Now, in this case, they've they've given us this meteor shower, which immediately elevates it to something different, something bigger, and it gives it, it gives it its own special place within this story in the galaxy and stories can be told in years to come about, Oh, we were there when the eye of Aldani hit and that it's very, very cool bit of world building, my friend. And I think it looked great. I think it looked very good. Like, like all of the CGI did when, when they called for it, it looked good. And that's what this show is doing. Um, effortlessly. Well, firstly, not really using all that much. It's mainly on Coruscant, but when it's used or called for, I think it's really strong, mate. And even the ships, even the ships, like, I was so worried that Kenobi, I hate, I hate to just like talk about, you know, different business on an Andor recap, but I was really we're not, worried. We're not dunking on other shows, are we, to elevate Andor? I've seen people say that no, to, online saying too many people are saying, oh, well, 
uh, Obi-Wan or Boba didn't do it well, but this is how you do it. It's not a case mm. of that, is it? We're not sitting there saying, oh, this is showing Obi-Wan how to do. I mean, I might have said that in the first episode about the practical sets, but we're not dunking <laughs> on shows to elevate Andor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if we change our mind, it's our podcast. So, yeah, exactly. You know, but I do think this show murders the rest of them in terms of visuals. Mm. I'm not, I will yeah. stand by that. Oh, mate, I, I think it just shows you that practical just goes so far. And uh, so I was really worried with Kenobi that that it would set kind of a, a, a new bar, a lower bar for ships, you know, flying ships, the movement of ships. It was just in Kenobi. It was so jarring how bad some of that was and how it was like, that's not like as a viewer and someone mm-hmm. who isn't in, in, in effects or anything like that have a very surface level understanding of it. I could look at it and go, that's not right. That doesn't, that's not how ships move in Star Wars. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> who's done this? You can just who's, tell, can't who's, you? Just, you just look at it and think, it doesn't look right. You can tell. If you've grown up with this stuff, or if you're just a fan, if, even if you're a recent fan, you can tell. Surely you yep. can tell. And it, it always baffled me because in Mandalorian, mate, or let's say Boba Fett, you know, when Mando gets the N1 Starfire and he's doing the, 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 the pod racing route, you know, it's, it, it, it looks fantastic. It looks absolutely fantastic. And yep. so I was worried going into Andor that I was like, oh no, like they're being overstretched or something and this isn't going to look great. No, 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 no. It all looks absolutely tremendous. It looks fantastic. It looks like a huge budget TV show. And that's what I think yep. Andor really, really feels like when you're watching this show, right? It, it looks like a big, big budget production. I think A, because it is. But maybe all the money ain't going on Ewan McGregor or something as much as yeah. <laughs> I, I love my man Ewan, you know. And But... I mean, that is what we call a strong negotiating position. <laughs> we want to do a Kenobi show. Well, who else are you going to use? You're not, yes. you're not going to use anyone else. That budget, <laughs> I want half of it. Yeah. <laughs> who knows, mate? Who knows? We've heard one or two things, haven't we, mate, that like you and has been... I, I don't want to chat Ewan's business, mate, but I love that man. <laughs> you, know, he, he, you know, he's eating good. He's eating good. Yeah. Um, oh man. But Andor, Andor, everything about it. This, this show just keeps surprising me in all, in all the good ways, in all the good ways. And like you said, retrospectively, episode five is stronger. I think it's still not my favorite. It's still my least favorite of all of the episodes in Andor, but the payoff the the kind of climax here is superb. It's superb, and we get a lot of character development. Um, even though we got loads last week, we get more character development here. Um, who's the lad? I, you're gonna have to forgive me, mate. Nemic. No, 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 no. There's a guy um, who used to be a stormtrooper. You know, he's the oh, bossy. Taramin. Taramin. Well, Taramin's Taramin. He's dead, isn't he? <laughs> he, he gone. He oh got- yeah, in the most unceremonious way as well, which is <laughs> what I loved about this show is Terramin, dead. Lieutenant Gorn, dead. That's it, you just see him get shot, they fall to the ground, they move on, as you would do if they were just a stormtrooper or a goon in the background. Even even Nemec <laughs> gets crushed and probably has all of his inter- internal organs crushed and spine severed. Uh, but it's just so, like matter of fact, it's 
the ship's taken off, boom, okay. And then the, the way they cover him up, I thought a bit sad when they covered him up. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just, there's no airs or graces. There's, there's no fanfare here. They're not making a big deal and having mm. reaction shots, really. It's just, this is the reality of the rebellion. Boy. This is the reality of the situation. And I, I, I was slightly surprised by that in a good way because we're so used now to seeing, like, when one of the heroes or at least one of the, the squad we're following, when they go down, there's usually a little bit more of a, kind of a, a big deal made about it but no it was you know we're dead we move on the only thing we really got was nemic saying where's taramin and then we see taramin's body and then he gets crushed by the credits which is i'm sure there's a i'm sure there's a metaphor or, or some subtext there that you know d- died by their own hand almost but nemic was to was the believer he even says at the beginning which was a very big um foreshadowing he says i couldn't sleep my faith won't settle me um and Clem says, or Cassian says, you know, you'll sleep when all this is done. And then yeah. he does get a very long wow. sleep now. It's very, and he's one of the guys that we thought was going to go down. And he was, but not in the way that we thought. So I mean, what about that, man? What about the way that the 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 fallen were handled in this? Certainly on the like the, the goodies side. Well, I suppose if you can call them that, because at times I was mm. watching this thinking, these guys are extremists. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that I, I, mean? I actually I thought the same. I thought the handling of the deaths was really impressive. Really, really, really impressive. And I don't think they they don't hang around to make like a huge deal out of it because in war you can't do that. And in battle you can't do that. You just have to crack on. And that's what makes it so inhumane. That's what makes it so horrible. And and unnatural too, you know. This, this stuff isn't normal. This stuff isn't natural. Yep. Going like just murder people and stuff, right? That's why we've got something in our <laughs> brain saying this ain't right. <laughs> you know, this, isn't, yeah. <laughs> this is wrong. This isn't normal. And in a sense, I think that's where um, the elegance of a show like Andor really, really comes through. Is because it's not. It's not. Um, what's the word it's not like celebrating the deaths it's 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 not kind mm-hmm. of it's not glorifying uh, them glorifying yeah that's the word i was looking for yeah it's not glorifying <laughs> anything like that it's not glorifying the violence um or the action it's it's actually saying yeah this kind of sucks and i i i feel as someone who loves history i love like war documentaries i you know i love world war Two dramas and films um I feel like that's the best way to go about it. You know, the best way to go around this kind of action. And that's what Andor is. It is meant to be a spy thriller, you know, in set during wartime, early rebellions. And it handles that quite, again, quite complex, a complex theme very well, very, very well. It's, it's, it's incredibly smart, incredibly smart. I, um, I'm, I'm again, mate. I'm just, I'm just really impressed. I'm really, really impressed it. by everything. You mentioned something really interesting about, like, um, I, I, well, I think there's a theme in this, in this, in this episode that's really in the background, but also at the forefront if you look for it, right? And that is the idea of this um, spirituality, this, this faith. Yep. Uh, particularly on this planet you know you've got these the aldanis the the native people there that obviously believe in in whatever right they have their own beliefs and what i love 
it's a small line, but there's uh, one of the officers on the bridge. He's like, oh, mate, can you get that? Like, all the comms are down apart from one. Have you noticed that? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I've noticed that too. And he doesn't say, um, oh, something must be broken. He says, it must be the eye. Like, to me, you could look at that as, well, it must be a physical thing. But I I, I Mm -hmm. don't think any of them expected that. For me, I interpreted that as, oh, he believes. He, this guy believes. He's been here so long. He's been stationed here so long. He believes in this stuff. Like, there's something yeah. about it, right, that has rubbed off on him. And I, that was a small thing that I really, really appreciated. And, yeah, I, I thought it was very, very well handled. But it's kind of like a blink and you miss it sort of thing. But I was like, this show, man. This show keeps, keeps pushing. They're sprinkling it in, aren't they, mate? They're, they're doing it. it in. Um, well, even in Emic at the beginning, like I mentioned, he mentions like his faith can't calm him. It's just a word here, a word yes. there. They don't say the force yes. or anything like that. It's not 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 even not even that. Is 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 it his faith in the cause? Is it his literal faith? Is it the force? You know, is it feeling? They just kind of. I love that they skirt around the point, and it's. Like you say, is it, is it connected to this planet? There is a temple there, after all, and the Dani have to give permission for the Imperials to enter. I think the the guy is called Jayhold, the commandant, the um, the one who uh, whose family gets <laughs> nabbed. It's called Jayhold. Um, that's his. That's his. Uh, that's his name. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't think for the life of me. <laughs> I know, hey, oh, yo, Jay Hold. I can't think of what the guy's, the actor's name is. I recognise him so bad, and I can't think. And yeah, Wikipedia hasn't been updated yet to tell me. So get you get on your game there, guys. Um, but it's called Jay Hold. He's the one whose belt won't fit him because you know they've gotten so fat because they can't see what's going on around them. As Andor mm, says, mm-hmm. and this guy's a chauvinist. He's a beast to his family. Berates his boy for being ill, and he says to his wife, you know, she pretty much says, "If you want to get off this planet, do as you're told." There's a good girl, yeah get back in your cave and i was like okay right this guy is this guy's not a good guy he's going down and it turns out he does and i need to i need to work out how he did but um yeah he they have to be given permission to enter this sacred temple and what i loved about those moments is gorn lieutenant gorn we know he's got a connection to the locals because he fell in love with one and then he was yeah. demoted lost promotion and she was killed because of it um but when the the Dani guy he's assassing everyone including Jay hold and lieutenant gorn gorn just translates as yep they're saying come on in we you know we love you basically um i love how he's just trying to keep the peace because we know gorn's a naughty boy when it comes to the imperials and he is such a good character again played by saul rimmy i loved gorn in this and just his kind of understated authority and presence i thought he was i thought he was excellent in this and yeah, yeah, there's something about this planet, mate, and uh, and that little moment you mentioned with maybe it's di. It, 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 was it was it the wonder of it? Was it like the faith that he believes in it? Was it some kind of pho- the, the phenomenon is a- attacking all the electricity uh, as a natural thing? That's what I love. Is it could mean so many things, and that's why there's that complexity that this show brings. And um, even even when the the imps are saying, you know, how many of these these locals, and they keep. Um, they keep mentioning how the locals stink, basically. They literally keep saying they smell, they stink horrible. You know, they've got a horrible stench to them. Um, but they're saying, how many How many are coming? How many are travelling from the lowlands? Oh, 500. Okay, how many's left? 60. Why is that? It's because we, they, he says that they're basically too daft to 
multitask and accept more than one um to have more than one thought in their brain at once we offer them something when really we're offering nothing on the way there's comfort cows as they call them or something with beds um bars of local beers and that and none nobody's coming down to see the eye uh so they're so they're kind of feeding the locals these lies like we're here for you we'll do anything for you but in the meantime they're like yeah well, don't, don't they, they've got no idea that they're going to take that, that they're going to take that area down aren't they and that's that's, that, yeah. that's the point i was getting to is that he's they're, they're all nice and cuddly they try to be but they're like they have no idea we're going to just annihilate this area and they provided them with like a different festival like in the yeah. in in the housing districts or something yes, like right. that. different in a different part of it so they're like oh we've we, don't worry like we've got an alternative and it's like um it's, yeah they they've basically been bought out you know but yes I, like they against didn't have a choice they didn't have a choice about it yeah against their will they've been they've been completely manipulated and i i i i get the impression that maybe a lot of the families you know 15 what what was it 15,000 at one point were there there's 15,000 originally yeah originally back in the day day, yeah they i I feel like maybe they're now they've they they've been manipulated but not just like economically or financially or with 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 things but spiritually they have been put at danger you know their whole Mm -hmm. identity their whole culture has just been slowly you know picked apart for this idea of the empire for this idea of an imperial realm and um oh, mate um again there's some there's some social commentary there too and i i feel like yes. there's a lot of places that could relate to this a lot of peoples a lot of cultures that could relate to that just that's that story that element of this episode and i think it is outstanding outstanding yeah. storytelling but what i like is that it's like that's still in the background. That's still in the context. That's not the forefront of this episode. This episode is still a heist, right? It's yep. still breaking in and stealing stuff. So you've got all this stuff in the background, this context, wonderful, juicy st- world building and storytelling context. And yet you've still got this like awesome, spicy, you know, curified. oh madras level you know heist (laughs) going on and i mean again it's it's it matty but i'll say this mate i will say this it is incredibly well executed this whole this whole episode there we go Mm. Mm. our favorite word mate The best podcast you've ever heard. Star Wars sessions on the mic is quite absurd. Got a Patreon now with lots of tears. From two dollars a month is all it is. Best podcast. Hello there. Best podcast. Best podcast. Roger, Roger. 
Podcast. That's right, people. From as little as $2 a month for less than a cup of coffee at a coffee shop, you can listen to amazing content, extra shows from both Matt and I, and a cheeky podcasts. Honestly, this is the deal of the century. Nice, spicy, tidy. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. It's the best podcast you've ever heard. Star Wars Sessions on the mic is quite absurd. Got a Patreon now with lots of tears. From $2 a month is all it is. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. Podcast. What are you drinking? You got a cup of tea, have you? Oh. I got a cup of tea there, mate, in a in a baby Yoda mug. I haven't, I haven't seen any uh, Clem mugs or Nemic mugs or anything like that anytime <laughs> soon. But if they decide to give us any, I'll I'll get one. But yeah, mate, the way they build up to the heist as well that it isn't just we're going straight in. We start on the cold morning. We see what the imps are up to. We see the Darny making their pilgrimage down to this area and. We also see where Vel and Sinto have gone. At the end of last episode, we were like, where are they going? But they've got this um, little outpost across the water. And like you say, they have to jet across it, which I thought looked incredibly good. Uh, and we also get a couple of sto- um, troopers going for a wee-wee just outside where they are, which was a, a fun little uh, moment of peril. But what the, the build-up is, we've got the lads, the four dudes. You've got Tamarin, Clem, uh, Skeen and Nemec. They're all decked out in their imperial garbs. They're where they need to be. They're in place. But the, the tension begins to rise in all of them because um, Valley 1, I believe, Vel is. Valley 1, because they're not responding or they haven't they haven't checked in. They're behind schedule. And we see that, you know, the girls that are selling Vel and Sinter, they're not just sitting around. They're trying to get things done. But, you know, things are getting in the way. Like troopers are walking across the bridge when they shouldn't be. And yeah, small, small things. things. Small things. little things which just push it back but we get mm. this excellent moment just before we, we, we go where they're, they're on the bridge and they've got to jam the comms and Taramin's saying look are we going or not and you can see in Vel's face that she knows the she knows the ramifications she knows everything Jeez. about this that if we say yes there's a high chance we're not making out of here because we're about to storm an imperial garrison if we say no we're this is all for nothing and her face acting is so good lukey boy yes it is and also i don't think she's 100 percent on board i don't think she's 100 i was struggling with that at the end i wondered at the end and i know we're going to talk about that but there's a bit of the end when i thought is you know it, you know with her and skeen specifically was there something going on behind the scenes you know was was they were they going to cut each other in is she ever going to give that uh necklace to Luthen, but I do remember, I think I said before, that she is on Ferrix at some point in the rest of the season. I know Luthen isn't there, but you know, I'm interested to see where she goes because the characters who have stayed alive, and albeit there aren't many, are in very strange positions. Like Cassian, he's on, he's clearly, he's seemingly on his own. Vel is on her own, but in possession of this thing. And Cinta, well, she's dressed up in interior garbs on Aldani still hanging out with the Dani. So she, I, I don't know. Yeah. If she's ever going to get off. I love them. Don't know. Um, I, I love, I love the goodbye between her and, uh, Vel. We get, we, we find out there are definitely a couple there and we get that moment. Tell me you're coming back. You know, it's going to be fine. What we didn't realize is you're just going to be on the planet with that geezer's family who are going to recognize you 
And, and now they're going to find out that, he, that he's dead. You know, they, this kid's going to know his dad's dead. Oh, it's her. She's the one who did it. So it's, it feels like a season finale or a half season finale, but it's still, it's still left plenty of wicked strands to, to tie up. And mate, I, I, I know they're going to do it satisfyingly. Yes. Yeah. I, it is filth. It is filth. But I wasn't convinced, mate. I think they'll, is a little bit of a complex character. I think they all are. And the irony is, I, this is actually the last the last note that I made. And I said, the irony is at the end of the episode, right? It seems like Cassian's the only one who's got like, his act together. He's it's mad. He's, he's the only one who's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's just do the job. Let's get it. Like even Vel, like there's there's something. There's something stop hindering all of these characters, whether it's, I don't know, being killed, <laughs> you know, they're dead. <laughs> bit so- of a roadblock. <laughs> That's a little bit of a roadblock. <laughs> Nemec, obviously, oh, bless oh, him, gets, gets crushed. I, feel, I miss him already. I know, I know. Poor lad, poor lad. Oh, mate, um, and, he's, and she gives him the manifesto and, she, and he's like, I don't want it. And she says he insisted. I was like, oh, he's going to, Cassian's going to read this manifesto on, of Nemec's thoughts and is that, and people have been staying online. Is that what's going to kind of bring him into this more rebellion, organized rebellion mindset? And is, is that going to be the spark? Oh, mate. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I think that would make sense because I don't think be nice. And or, and or hasn't been given, um, he, he hasn't really been given any direction in that regard. I don't think, I don't or think. Or reason, yeah. Well, reason, yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. something like Nemec's thoughts, his memoirs, a manifesto, it could give him direction. It could give him, you know, reason to have uh, a belief, to fight for the cause. Um, the cause. Maybe Van is friends with Saw Guerrero. I think so. I think I yeah. think that could happen. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think um, maybe that'll be the next job or something. I have a few. I have a few theories, but I, I suppose we'll do that more toward the end of the sure. of the old of the old recap. Um, oh, mate! It, everything about it is tense. Everything about it is tense. I even just loved like the the guys just like marching. You know, like the soldiers doing the patrols, the guys marching, they're in the uniforms and they're all like moving along. A few of the soldiers look at kind of Andor and the gang yeah. and they're like, uh, I don't, I don't recognize those guys, but they, these no, guys? One, no one says anything because it's like, yeah. oh, that's not my pay grade. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They might have been brought in from somewhere else. Who knows? Yeah. Shrug. Pfft. You know, actually, yep. did they say that? They might have even said that. Yeah, I, I think, think they, they just they, they looked and they they just gone with it. I think, which to be fair, when like say that so, those soldiers in the empire probably aren't treated well. They're probably not paid very well. They probably are of the mindset of probably isn't right. But like you say, I don't get paid enough for this kind of mentality. Where it's, I do my job, I'm going home because they're not stormtroopers. They're like yeah, no, they're not. They're like a step below stormtroopers, aren't they? They're just yeah, like they're just oh, a garrison, I, local garrison yeah, type thing, or yeah. an outpost area. They're just a little outpost, and uh, oh mate, oh mate, and also do you remember? I think it was in the first, was it the first arc or one of the other episodes where we found out? Oh yeah, we're going to go steal the payroll, and I yep. was like, in my head, I've done payroll before, so in my head, I was like, oh, he wants all the information 
you know, with people's names on it, their addresses. Yeah, digital data. And it's like, no, it's just money. They're just getting money to fund to fund the cause, to fund the rebellion. And it's like, oh yeah, no, that makes that makes more sense. And what I like is that Star Wars is a cash driven society. (laughs) A galaxy far, far away. Don't have Apple Bay, mate. Don't have Google Bay. They don't have contactless. MasterCard. What's that? Anakin Skywalker doesn't have one. Nah, mate. He's just got like a pocket full of gold gold tazos, it (laughs) looks like. Yeah, but no, you're right. They just got 80 million credits. That's what they that's what they uh, guessed at anyway. But yeah, when when you see how many of them, they're like, right, we've basically got about nine minutes to get all of that into this freighter. I thought, how are you going to do that, guys? And I love that like, the slap hazard slap dash way of it, where it's this is this is the beginning of a unorganized rebellion. You know, it's, it's organized to a point, but it's you know, Vel, she's stalling at one point. She's bricking it. She's cacking it. Uh, nobody knows if they're going to get out panic. of this. There's panic. And then when they get to the the moment, you, you kind of look at like, well, how are they going to do this? So they have to basically get all the Imperials who are there, the soldiers or the, the technicians and officers. They're like, right, just do as we say and you'll stay alive. J-Hold, the old geezer, they get him to do it all as well with the with the premise that if you don't do it, we'll kill your family, which doesn't really sound like a very sane um, strategy to me. And that's what I was getting at earlier on, that the, the, the tactics used are very terrorist, very extremist. And that's what made me think about Vel and Saw Guerrera. You know, that's a very Saw Guerrera thing to do. You know, you do what I say or else I'm going to kill your wife and kid. So there's that kind of a guerrilla tactics, which I found to be very hard hitting in this episode. Uh, and then, like you say, at the end, Cassian's kind of the only one who's like, I want my cut. I've done my bit. Let's just, you know, report in and get out of here. Um, but yeah, the, the heist itself, mate, when soon as they enter the structure and they lock the door and they have that standoff, we get that really cool moment where Pettigar, who is the, I guess he's the engineer who comes from Coruscant. Never heard of him before. Again, can't remember the actor's name. His name is Pettigar. He's saying, like, let the boy go. And he's holding a gun to Nemec's head. And I thought, oh, this is how Nemec goes out. Sinter arrives, shoots him before Pettigar can shoot Nemec, though he does try to. And we get this, and we keep hearing the words, you'll never get out of here. You will never get out of here from J-Hold and other people. I don't know what you think you're doing, but you're not going to um, survive this or win this. Um, So that adds a little bit more to the tension because we know Cassian's getting out. We know that, but we don't know about the others. And I think uh, we finally find out as well. Cinta, her part in this game, she's, her family was slaughtered by stormtroopers. And it turns out Ta- Taramin was an ex-stormtrooper. So there's that kind of uneasy dynamic as, as well. But don't have to worry about that. Taramin's dead. Um, but yeah, I love it when they... <laughs> it's, it's just the it's just the frenetic, like I say, panic of it all. When they're just trying to push J-Hold into the elevator, mate, and they're saying, we need your hand to open the vault. And he's saying, look, I can't do it. And they're saying, you're lying. And he's saying, I can't do it. Is he telling the truth? Are these guys no. so disorganised that they don't know? I thought he was telling I was all into that, mate. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was buying into it. I was like, yeah, maybe yeah. he's just like... Us imperial scum, we were buying into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was believable. Uh, it, it is it is crazy, and and I like how he died. I like how old Jay. How died. did he die? I think he had a heart attack, mate. I think he like, did. Yeah, he just killed he just over. Had a heart attack. He basically he's 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 so fat and satisfied, and <laughs> you know he's he doing like a bit sweaty. He's doing like the first bit of exercise. You know, he's done in the like last <laughs> ten years, basically. Since we joke, but he's probably death. not lying. Actually, it's probably the only real work he's done in yeah. years. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm being, I'm being dead serious, bro. Like, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and he, that's it. Like, you can see him. Like, he is exhausted in like minutes. He's like he, me walking he, up the stairs. He, 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 he's done, mate. <laughs> he is done. And I, I think, yeah, he just has a heart attack and he dies. That's it. And that's I was I like, thought, oh, okay, I didn't yeah. see anyone shoot him. But you think about it when like a shootout is happening and these guys <laughs> arrive and he's, 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 so he's under physical pressure and now he's under like emotional, like stress, you know, literally, family. literally life, death situation, not just for him. Like you said, his whole world. Um, he's thinking, mate, and it, also he wants to get transferred off the planet. Like he's got, yep. he's got like a long term goal. He has other things to do in life. And just all of that all happening in one moment is probably like, it's too yep. much, too much for him. Nah, that's it. Done, mate. And, uh, well, he's like, like what you said earlier, his family, his missus and his, uh, his young lad, his wee lad, like they, they're hostages, aren't they? And mm-hmm. yep. again, that's where the lines are being blurred a little bit and you're like, yeah. He's <sighs> Uh, you're like, yeah, it is for the greater good, but greater good, you know, nah, <laughs> yeah, they, nah. They, they're just overstepping the line, aren't they? There, which and they are, and he, yeah, you've got to get the job done, but but at what cost, as they say? And you, and I think that's the whole point is that you're watching it like, hold on, we're meant to be rooting for these people, and that kid, that little lad's ill, and the wife hasn't done anything wrong, of course, she hasn't, she's just a mother trying to look after her son. You kind of start to sympathize with them a little bit and then they feel a bit yeah. dirty for him <laughs> sympathizing with the empire because we get like minutes of those guys and you already get the sense that they don't really want to be part of the empire like the wife yeah, no, and the yeah. kid they're just like oh you know kids like i don't feel well and the dad's like or jay hold is like shut up <laughs> you know, we, got, is. we got people to impress we got to get off planet and you know yeah. you kind of We've all met people like that, <laughs> you know. Yeah, whether it's like, you'll family, meet the back of my hand in a minute. He says, "Yeah, like, wow, okay, yeah." Whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's colleagues or whoever, like we've all met people a bit like that, and they just completely lose track of what's going down, what's going down. And uh, again, it's like it, it, it's it's normal people being involved in in this fight against their will or sometimes for their own benefit or maybe they just don't know maybe it's not a problem if they don't look up and oh reference oh oh rouge one <laughs> rouge one yeah rouge one <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love it don't we we like i still see that typo all the time it when i see that it's me every time i see it <laughs> uh, do you know what when i see that i i always think to myself they're using an iphone because iPhones have the most Ouch. stupid autocorrect. Yeah. That is, I, I've got one, but like I, I've been an Android user in the past as well. And there are pros and cons to both, but the flipping autocorrect drives me up the wall. It is it's, so bad. Rogue is a word. They're like, yeah, newsflash, yeah. rogue is a word. But it <laughs> will do like that. It's not like, never used. iPhones will do that. You'll, you'll type out like a word correctly and they'll go, we think you mean this. Bang, change it. And you're like, what? No, I didn't do that. So, yeah. I don't mean rude one. Stop making him look silly in front of my geek friends, Mr. So stupid. So stupid. So stupid. The shootout was was so, so well done, mate. And I'm talking about, when I'm talking about the best episode ever of Star Wars, it's it's for reasons like this. The shootout was 
blunt, brutal, fast. It was well shot, well edited. Again, unceremonious. People are dropping like flies. Like we, we, we've how long have we been with Gorn for? At least three episodes. Dude just gets shot and that's it. Done. We just literally see his arms go up and that's it. There is no, there's no chill here. It's just this is this is this is it. And it's just the way it is. It feel like like the one we had in episode th- two or three when um. Luthan and Cassian are in that room with all like those like oddly positioned weights falling from the ceiling. I just felt every blast. You've kind of felt the intensity of every shot. You certainly feel that here in the sound design because they're in the echoey chamber. This, I know, people say, um, you know, let's give Star Wars to Favreau and Filoni. I'm saying let's keep Gilroy around for a bit longer for his build up and payoff um, way of storytelling and the fact that he knows how to do characters and action now that now there's been superb action in all of the series but this feels very 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 authentic and i love it I know that, that's not to say i want gilroy to become the head of lucasfilm and this is what star wars should be all along no i mean that to answer the argument people are asking us on our show, main show would we like to see more shows like this now the more i'm seeing the answer is yes i want mando kenobi boba Fett. i want those shows because they are star wars but I would like to see one or two more of these kind of shows because they're so well, if it's done by Gilroy, this is excellently, excellently done, mate. It's brilliant I, e- action. I agree, mate. It's I the best to- since Rogue One. And that includes I, all of the films. I to I, I, uh, I mean, I adore the Mandalorian and I'm waiting to see the first, I'm waiting to see the, how this season, you know, finishes. I think this is going to be course. one of my, one of my favorites, but you know, you've, Mandalorian feels like my baby. You know, there's just something about that show that I absolutely adore. But I the think OG. there's room there's there's room for different you know shows. And it's exactly. almost like it, you can't really, you know, can you compare Boba Fett to Mandalorian? I think you can. You know, can you can you compare Kenobi to Mandalorian in a lot of ways? Yeah, you can. And or it's it's a lot harder to do that. It's a lot harder mm-hmm. to do that. We are. It, it really is chalk and cheese. It really is chalk and cheese. Yep. And that's not a bad thing. That's really, really not a bad thing. And I think credit where credit's due, mate, boy. You know, we've got a poor Kathy Kennedy here. You know, Kathleen Kennedy, you Good know, show. whenever she, she mucks up or when Disney muck up or whatever, you know, we're quick to point the finger and go, do you know what? That should be better. I've done it. I've done it. I, and you yeah, know, I, I still, it, yeah. I still think that Kathleen Kennedy has not made the wisest choices in places. I don't know if oh, in places, yeah. In places, and I, but that's fair, mate. That's fair. If yeah. it, you know, yeah, yes, there's no CEO, there's no president that's doing stuff perfectly, and you know, and if we're not critiquing it, you know, there's a difference between just blind bullying or blind, you know, yeah. uh, dedication to an opinion, you know, but being able to just sit back and go, do you know what? I like this, but I don't like that. You know, people don't mm-hmm. do that. So many no. people just don't do that anymore and it drives me up the wall but here in this instance you have to give credit you have to give praise to lucasfilm to kathleen kennedy to disney and disney plus you know because this is i think i think this is like this is this is a hat trick mate this is a home run this Mm -hmm. this is a win this is a slam dunk and for a lot of people, Kenobi was, you know, not for everyone, but for Kenobi, mm-hmm. it really did get people on board. Boba Fett, 
I'd argue was a bit mixed, but it has a lot of fans, and I'm seeing a lot of that lately. A lot of people rewatching yeah. it, or I think your brother's even rewatching at the moment. They have issues with uh, it. Yes, he is. Yeah, Mandalorian. Again, you can't. Again, it ha- people might have their criticisms, but you can't argue that show is one of the flagship shows of this generation. It's a tentpole TV show. It's huge. And Andor, I think, just adds to that rich Star Wars catalog, you know, and we've got a lot of content coming out, which sometimes worries me. But I don't know, man. Andor, it's shown us that, you know, we can have quantity and quality, I think. It's that diversity in storytelling, mate, in terms of what we're getting. We're getting, we'll get Ahsoka next year, which will probably feel a little bit different to Boba Fett, which feels more more in line with mando than it did to kenobi which feels nothing like this which doesn't feel like the films either apart from rogue one and then at the same time we're gonna get bad batch tales of the jedi visions yeah, you know yeah we're getting all this other stuff this yeah. is diversity within the storytelling like you say there is a place for it which is why i'd love for them to keep gilroy the gilroys on on board for for something else like to give them give them something else give them like we said like a uh the rebel soldiers in between hoth and Endor kind of thing, like the Band of Brothers type thing. Let them do that because there's a there's a place for this kind of storytelling. And um, they they you know they look they say he's, Gilroy's becoming a Star Wars fan. He's, he's loving it. Like we get in this and when we get these Tie Fighters, we get to see them firing up from the Alkenzi Air Command. Gilroy, I know there's obviously a whole team of producers and sound designers, but he knows that that sound is iconic the blaster shots and he makes sure it's ringing around us and it was great mm-hmm. to see the ties firing mm-hmm. up mate you know we've seen the tie fighters but we're back in we're back in the cockpit again we're seeing them uh we're seeing dog well, I, I say a dog fight it's a very much a one-sided chase um but we people have wanted yeah exactly we, have, we might not have got stormtroopers yet we're getting them and clones but we're getting the tie fighters we're getting the tie pilots we're getting those classic shots mate um and I, that, that we're getting these start these sort of Star Warsy goodness bits, and yeah, there's some of some of the other things I liked in this episode, mate. Was actually before Nemec dies, he saves Cassian. I think that's something I didn't. I, can't, I don't think we can let that go under the radar. Where Cassian's getting choked out by an officer who attacks him yes. in the um, yeah. cockpit, and he's you know he can't reach the gun, and he kind of flips over, and Nemec is the one to shoot him. So you know Nemec's been this idealist, this you know the one who believes in the faith and the cause. Um, I feel like Cassian's kind of developed a bond with him of sorts, of sorts as close as he can do, and then he ends up saving him, and then he's there when he dies, and he gets his manifesto. He doesn't want it, but he takes it. That's I think that's a very important part of the story uh, as well. And again, you know, it's done without any fanfare. You don't have any emotional music swelling when it happens. It's just bang, cheers, get on with it. Um. And then we get the um, and then we get the fire. We get the uh, chase. Sorry, mate. We get. What did you think of that? I thought the uh, the air chase with the freighter and the tie fighters. That's we now we now go into the eye, and this is where it could have got a little bit ropey visually. I don't think. I think it could totally it holds up, and I I can't believe I'm saying that because with the budget, it's not a film budget. You expect a few things here and there, but mate, this looks dirty, and you've got the emotion of um, Nemec, who's literally just, you know had his this lower half of his body is is you know it's out of action the guy's dying and he's he's still giving um the flight path the navigation path saying you know up go up up up, climb dive go this way and that way so even in death he's it's all about the cause and you know they make it out of course they they make it out they're always going to 
But what did you think about the chase then through the oh, eye? I thought it looked great. It. And I thought it was, again, paced excellently. Yeah, I, it, it looked absolutely gorgeous. It looked gorgeous and very well handled. Could have could have looked pretty ropey. Could have looked a bit star like retro Star Trek and not in a good way. It could have done. Um, and it, I, I don't think it did. I think it looked really, really high quality CG effects. Everything um, very well done. Tense scene. Tense scene. Yep. And. A candor, as you called him before the show, Matt. I did candor. Candor, oh candor, candor. Our good old mate. He uh, he, he trusts <laughs> Nemec. He's like, yeah, all right then, let's do it. Yeah. I, I think he's thinking this is crazy, but all right, let's do it. He's like, now, and he's like, right, okay, <laughs> bang. Got no choice. And then he gets him to the doctor as well. He goes against Vale's word, and he's like, we're going to take this boy to the doctor. He's dying, okay. freak, because she wants to just off him. Okay, so this is where this is where I wrote down like um, my last thought earlier. Like it's almost yeah, yeah. It, there's a lot of irony that Cassian comes out of this looking like the best guy. There's a lot of yeah. irony there because Vel, she ain't all that, mate. She ain't all that. I think maybe she's got some of her. I don't want to write her off yet, but uh, she's got some of her heart in the right place. But I don't know, man, like this kid, like, like what the, the, you got the other, like, what's his name? Like Steen or something, or what's his scheme? Skeen. Skeen, that's it. Skeen. 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 He, he wants to, he's like, no, let's take him off to, what well, we later find out that is because he has a financial interest, right? Yeah. Vel wants to track him out because she's scared. I think she's too fearful of the Empire. She's She has too much fear. And as we know, in Star Wars, too much fear leads to the dark side. Yes, it does, mate. And also, I too many people means the cut gets shared um, across more people, less money. I think, I think she, I think that's a bit of foreshadowing. I think she's, I think she could end up being a baddie or something. Be or just like so, somewhere, I don't know if she's a, wouldn't that be mental? If that she would was. Be People think she might be Luthan's kid because of the way he told her off in that episode three. Some the, the, there was rumblings that again, no, like online speculation, like for fun, that people are saying, oh, "I wonder if one of them's a spy." And most people thought it would be Skeen or Nemec. Actually, well, it ain't going to be them because they did. But it yep. could, could be Vel, mate. Oh my word! Well, well, the the twist, the twist where Skeen just comes out. It's like, look, mate. Oh boy, we got eighty million, eighty million uh, uh, credits uh, on your ship. <laughs> and, uh, credits, and he's like, "Look, what if we, uh, what if we split them? I know a place." Cassian's just there, like he's like, "Okay, what, what about this? What? <laughs> what about what about <laughs> this? What about that person? What about?" And <laughs> Skeen's like, "Nah, don't worry about that. We, I got you, bro. We're the same." <laughs> He, he's looking at me. He's like, "We're yeah. the same. We are the prisoners. same." Yeah, we're both the in the hold, prisoners, and we, and we know what it's like. We know what it's like to climb over people to get out the hole. And I feel like at one point that could have been Cassian, and to some extent, that yeah. is actually still Cassian to some extent. But I think in that instance, in that scenario, on that day, and I think a lot of it is to do with Nemec. And his sacrifice. I think Cassian's thinking, nah, nah, this ain't right. 
Is that right? And, and mm-hmm. I think that's why he kind of freaks out, shoots him, kills him, which is like, you're like, wow, Cassian, like, mate, you are. Classic Andor. You are. Well, that's yeah. what he's, he's like, he's like, how about that? To, to your, to use your quote, he's like, how about this? Bang. And he just shoot, he just cuts <laughs> him off halfway. He just shoots him. He's like, I got a moon eight parsecs away from here. Nobody's going to be. Pew! Well, okay. Love so it. he shot the guy in the episode one. He shot um Tivok in Rogue One in the back at the beginning. He's just blasted Skeen off the galaxy for the greater good, of course, the greater good. But greater it's good. interesting because even, even you can see Cassian's mind when the guy's like, look, we'll take the trawler, 40 million a piece. That's enough for me to ever forget about you. I was like, well, that is quite a lot. Yes. Uh, but he, he, Cassian, he isn't protesting necessarily, like standing up and being like, well, what do you mean? He, he, at one point, you can kind of see his mind. He looks down as if to think, this could be the way out. But then, like you say, something hit, hits in his head. He's like, so there's no rebellion for you. And he's like, look, I'm just trying to survive. Like you say, we, we're both the same. We climb over each other to get out. And then Clem just absolutely bodies him. And then he goes in and finds out that Nemix died. It's like, well, ha- here's a, how about a one-two punch for you of, of things that could go wrong? Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's an excellent... I, I love that they go there. I love that they... And I'm, we said... I said on the pre and or episode we did a four or five weeks ago that I think we're going to get more in terms of like brutal brutality and violence and all that. I said, I think we're going to get more in this episode. But it's going to be things like we're going to see like, like blaster bolts, like close up or like close range killings, which we don't really see in star Wars. It's usually that like cross cuts. And we're, and that's what we're getting. We're getting just in the same shot, bang, skiing dead from about two yards away. You're not getting away from that. It's very cold blooded. And we're starting to realize that that Cassian, that's that's what fuels him. It's it's this drive to survive. He does have some kind of moral compass, but at the same time, it, it, it can sometimes be a little bit skewed to which way because he might not agree with Skeen, but it's it's like shooting him in the in the chest the way to go about it. Could he have could he have waited for Vel to come out and be like, right, what's going on? You know, did was Skeen actually going to off Clem and Vel and Skeen were going to be the ones to get out, and that's why she wanted Nemec gone because those two are in cahoots. They, you know, when I was watching, that's what I was thinking is, you know, because Deville, she's like, where's Skeen? Where is he? There's that kind of, yeah, of course, they're, they're squad mates, oh. but there was also that kind of, where's Skeen? Drekken oh, he ain't got to worry about him. Drekken will see that in, like, future episodes oh. unfold. Do you think we'll see Vel again? I think so, because, again, I think she's in the tra- part, one of the trailer pieces on Ferrix that we haven't seen yet. Um so I think we will do it. I think when she's, she's got the necklace, hasn't she? She's got that Kyber necklace from Luthen. So he's going to want that back. So yeah. I, I, assuming that she's in contact with him, she'll give that back. And then we've got to tie up the fact that Luthen's new prodigy, Cassian, is gone. So he's going to want to get him back. So they're going to have to find a way to come together. And it's going to, it's going to be all awkward between them. And, oh, mate, and we'll get to, I mean, obviously we've got to mention Luthen as well shortly. But I, th- I think we will do, mate. I think we have to as well. And I do, and I do think so. Mainly because he gave her that necklace. That's Luthen's. I think that's our way of saying, "Yeah, we're going to see yeah, you that's again." True. Yeah, if he doesn't point. give her that, I don't think she does. But um, the crazy orange forearm doctor was called Doctor <laughs> Quadpore. Quadpore. I don't know whether it's on the nose if I ever saw <laughs> it, but bit on the nose. <laughs> he's called he's called Quadpore, but he's trying to save uh, Nemec. But I saw him kind of. He looks like he's doing surgery on the guy's spine. I'm thinking yep. he ain't getting out of this, mate. And then I love. Th- and just on that, the final part where they're like, you know, uh, he's like, I did everything I could. 
again, no kind of like airs or graces, but the way they very gently kind of cover up Nemec is done so well, but it's still yeah. so very blunt and to Gracefully, the point. Gracefully, yeah. Gracefully. Gracefully, yeah. It's great. Mate, man. the the old uh, the old alien, oh quadpaw, what a legend. What an absolute and that's that's what I was like, didn't I say last week I was like, Oh, we could do with some aliens. I was like, Yep, there we go. Yep. <laughs> Uh, there Mascano's we go. His granddad turns up. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, Derek. Derek Kanata <laughs> yeah. turns up. Quad Paul McGee. We love him. We love yeah. him. What a lad. Yeah, give him a black series. ASAP, Hasbro, mate. ASAP. Yes. Yeah, what a legend. You know, one thing I noticed, mate, is that the blaster fire sounds a bit different in this show. It sounds heavier, spacier to me. Yeah, there's something about it. There's something about it. I was I like, hmm, noticed that it. doesn't it just sound just sounds like. beefier. Mm. Doesn't doesn't you- sound like the same. I actually thought the opposite. I thought it sounds more uh, melodic, almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sing songy. <laughs> yeah, instead of like, <laughs> it's like, Phew! like I don't. There's something if you put about it together. Let- it makes a Star Wars theme. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let let us know, guys, <laughs> listeners at yeah, home. Do, let us yeah. know. Have you noticed that? Am I going crazy? Is it just is it just a stupid detail that doesn't matter? Yes, yes, yeah, let us yes. Know. Um, right, <laughs> Coruscant. We're we back. only see it. We only see it briefly. The Senate, That's the chambers, Senate. the Parliament, whatever it is called. Oh my days! Oh, what a back, mate. Sit, mate. Two thousand five. That's it. I'm back. I'm back in yeah. two thousand five. Yes! I'm back at the cinema. I'm watching Revenge of the Sith. I'm like, there we go. The Senate Chambers. I'm going to see you for the last time. I love you. Nope. Yeah. Wrong. They're Fast back. forward. 2022. Because Palps is throwing things around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or I Binks is, uh, or Jar Jar's just like, you know, in episode two, making. Delo Feligates. Delo. Oh, making it, giving, giving Palps emergency powers. We love it. We yeah. love it. Nice one, mate. I loved it, and I loved, though, mate. I loved how it highlighted that a lot of it was kind of empty or a lot of people weren't interested. But we learn within a few seconds a lot of that is because some news has broken out into the world, some breaking news, and that there has been an attack, a rebel attack on an imperial base in Oldani. Duh. And that's confirmed in Luthen's shop, right? And it's some bloke just sitting on the... Uh, Sitting on the sofa, and he's like, "Have you got anything from Aldani?" And the Luthan looks over, and he's like, "What? What? That fear? Fear?" Yeah. He's like, "What did yeah. you? What did you say?" And yeah. <laughs> nah, mate, it's like, oh, he's like, "Yeah, but been a rebel tag there last night, big one." I think this is a really, really important moment in the in this show, in the entire show, maybe even in all of Star Wars, because. Luthen goes out to the back and you're thinking, oh, he might be having like a breakdown here. He looks a bit worried or something. He goes yeah. back and has a look to see if he has anything. Well, starts chuckling, doesn't he? And I think <laughs> he's loving the, it. He's loving it. He's happy. And I think it's really, really important because this is kind of like the Luke Skywalker moment in The Last Jedi where the people of the galaxy are hearing that there's been an attack on the empire the empire had yep. lost i think this attack this this thing and it's got traction somehow we're not sure how but it's got traction on the news like i think it's going to inspire a lot of people it's going to yep. 
maybe help stable the cause, the rebellion, and attract a lot more people to it? Because it's possible. Yeah. Suddenly, it can be done. It can be yes. done. We can attack the empire, and we can come out of it. The the the, the bigger guy, and yeah. pff, fantastic. I mate. I don't know, mate, if it's happening again. You know, us. I don't see what the world is saying, but I remember when Rebels. Uh, I think it was season. Th- it must be an episode season four, the finale, when you know the, the 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 Phoenix cell and the Ghost cell. You know they. They liberate Lothal and people were saying, oh, well, that ruins a new hope now because a new hope says that the, the rebels have just won their first major assault on the empire. I wonder if people are saying the same thing about this, that, oh, well, no, it's, it's, it's a large scale a thing and, oh, it kind of undermines. I don't think it does. Cause I think in the grand scheme of things, it was one raid on one base. It's pretty much what it was. It was one raid on an understaffed base, which with this, which when you're there, of course, it doesn't feel like that. And with the pressure and the intensity of it, but, at the end of the day, it's something that can be quite easily covered up or misconstrued as, uh, as something, or or reported as just you know some unsettlement, like a, a small re- uprising which has been quashed. But yeah, like you said, this is going to be the spark now, and it will do because we know in Rebels the rebellion is formed by Mon Mothma a couple of years later, and we know that there are other factions out there. And we also know now that the ISB have been informed and Dedra, uh, Dedra Miko, Miro, she's there and she's like, she's got the look on her face to say, brilliant. I've been telling you all of this for the last, who knows how long that there are, there are factions who are coordinating on different parts of the galaxy for this. I've been telling you, look what we have, but the ISB, they're the, they're the big boys. They go off, they come after you in trouble. So that's exciting that they're in. I love seeing Luthan again, laughing Luthan. He's just been to Mackie D's and got a happy meal because he's loving it. Um, and I, so I love that. And Coruscant, the Senate, you get the senators leaving partly because it's a smoke show that there's, there is no power in the Senate really because the empire has it all, but because we hear the news, but that one line she says, she's like, I'm standing up for the Gormans, um, which the internet has ma- reminded us that in rebels, she mentions that the Gorman massacre is what pretty much tips her over to saying the emperor is a crook. And she's mentioned the Gormans once, she mentioned it again. We're thinking we might get that massacre in season two uh, because we know it leads, it, it, it plays into that Rebels timeline. Um, so that was an interesting line as well. But what, it was just great to see Coruscant again. It, it'll always be a joy to see the Senate, um, the actual Definitely. Senate building. It was great to see Luthan. Yeah, not, it was not great to see team. the ISB. Not, yeah, not the Senate. Senate. I don't think we'll right. see the yeah the actual Senate. <laughs> I don't think we'll see him. But um, <laughs> what I love though, mate, on that, then final part on that for me is, I mentioned I mentioned that it was contained to Aldani, but we get Coruscant and all this. It's at the very end. Gilroy, Susanna White, who again directs the living heck out of this fantastic job with this arc she's done. We are on Aldani for the whole time with these characters. The only time we cross cut is with the Dani, the locals, whilst they are having their spiritual um, session with the Eye, mm-hmm. and that's only at the end. When all that's all has been said and done, we're like, here's how the galaxy is reacting to this. It probably would have been so easy during it to to cut to Coruscant, to cut to Luthan, to cut to the ISB, you know, hearing rumours and rumblings, but they didn't. They kept it where it was. For me, mate, this is the best action since Rogue One. And I mean, and I've said it earlier, in all of the films, the best action since Rogue One. I think it's big, it's bold, it's fast, unceremonious. It's great, mate. I really, really think that this, the way... And a lot of it is because of episodes four and five. A lot of the lifting they did to get us here has 
made this. If that, if episodes four, five, and six were one long one, I'd say it's the best thing we've had since Rogue One. Generally, if it is all spliced together in one long film, genuinely would, mate. Genuinely would. I think this was wow. superb. And we're only That's halfway through, deal. mate. So it is. Who knows where we go? I knew I'd like this show, but this is this one has tipped it. I hope, obviously, that it doesn't go. You know, it doesn't dive like Cassian in the eye in the next six, but who knows where we're going next, mate? That's the exciting part. We've just had a well, season finale halfway through. Well, I, I, um, I'm going to give it an extra point just because we saw a guy urinating. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we heard piddle in Star Wars. Star Wars <laughs> TV has given us the vac tube and it's given us urination. A geezer standing up poop now. Having a whiddle, eh? yeah, maybe, maybe we. And we had a, we had a sharp, know. sharp focus on Cinter as she's just listening to him, and her face is just like, ugh. <laughs> just, just, just like, like, really, guys, really. <laughs> oh mate, oh mate, oh, what mate. an episode! Good point. Right, go, go, going forward, we've not seen Saw. We're going to see Saw Guerrero. We're going to see some clones. We're going to see some clones. Yeah, we've not seen the clones yet. But I, I, my my theory was moderately accurate where we've now seen most of footage from the trailers um there's still a few scenes to 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 see in ferrix on ferrix because there's the kind of the riot police that they're going to be at ferrix um saw clone troopers but other than that i I, i'm i'm pretty sure maybe mom muffma's dinner party i don't think we've seen that like her walking away it's been and gone now annoyingly has that been and gone i'm sure she said we've got a dinner party tonight and then the next episode was the next day which annoyed a lot of people online because they wanted to see blymore slymore and arse danger yeah well listen i've got to um i've i've got to congratulate you um it's I'm it's been that. a while. It's been a while, Matt. But I've got to congratulate you on that Lederhosen joke last week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mate. I I, I said well, I said to my brother off air. He said, uh, I said, he said, I think Luke got. It. I said, I think he kind of got it because he was on mute, and I I saw him eventually sort of clocking. He was like, oh, get, uh, and I think yeah. I think he was more disgusted. I said to my brother, I said, I think he tried I, to cancel uh, the show because of that joke. Yeah, I think it, I was like, I, I, I didn't really hear it because of our, our, our old recording, our old recording software sometimes, sometimes blips and I have to just kind of guess, yeah. I have to kind of <laughs> guess what, what happened to rambling. Yeah. Yeah. But no, very, very good. Very, very good. Thank you, mate. Very impressive. I love it. Later. Yeah. Very good. Impressive, mate. I'm surprised no one else has jumped on it. We should, we should just post an image. Be like, what's your favorite? No, no. Um, What's your favourite character in Andor? We'll start and just put like some lederhosen on. <laughs> well, thank you to everyone it. who's DM'd to uh, appreciate that joke. There's been, uh, or, or tweeted. Sorry, I, I've been. It, it, it warms the cockles of this old man very, very much to see that such bad jokes still are. There's a place for them in the galaxy there's somewhere out there in a show which doesn't have much levity. That it was a little bit in Andor. I'm glad that we can provide it somehow with bad jokes, but um. Matey Booth, do you have anything else then you want to add about episode six before we give our rankings? This is where the, where the fun begins. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. I'm yeah. in. I'm in. What show? What an arc. The acting, the scenery. What's not to love, mate? Let's go. Let's do the scores. Let's do the scores. Should we start with you, mate? I feel like we should start with you. I did last you. week, what? mate. It's your week this week. Oh, no. Is it really? It is. Yep, so for those who aren't in the know, here it, it, Luke gives it some, uh, that's it. 
Ponderbabas. That's right. I rank everything out of Ponderbabas. Yes, please. Thank you. Um, I'm going to give this out of 10 Ponderbabas. There is there, a Ponderbaba will be cut in half, mate, boy. I'm going to give this an <laughs> 8.5 out of 10 Ponderbabas. There we go. 8.5. So eight. It's very high. It's high. It's very high. Um, so fantastic, fantastic. But you know, sometimes I like to cry in my Star Wars. I like that emotional, uh, emotional <laughs> pull. I like that kind of soppy part of Star Wars. I like that fairy tale element. So as much as I adore this, and I do think this is turning out to be a, an absolute cult classic in the Star Wars storytelling uh, universe and the galaxy. I thought this was a very, very, very good episode, but it's not quite a 10 out of 10, nor is it a 9 out of 10, yet it could be. Uh, Matty boy, let me chuck it back over to you, gangster. What are you saying out of 10? Um, I'm going to, um, yours is very high. I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go for 9. Cassian Ander. Z- out of 10. Cassian Ander. Z- so nine out of ten as much as i think this was stunning there is always room to improve and and my hope is that episode nine and maybe episode 12 raise the bar even further so i don't want to say oh this was you know maximum because you know what happens if the next ones have been better so i can't go any higher than that so always leave that wiggle room but i'm giving this one a nine out of ten mate with the idea that if i could go higher i would do but i want to leave that little bit of wiggle room for hope that you know, the next two arcs are going to be even better, mate. Which when I think they th- will be. Wouldn't you think that this uh, season one ends in November, right? When does it end? What is the last day? Is it like the 23rd? or It's the like the 16th? end of November, yeah. Something like 23rd, 28th or something like that. Right, okay. And the fact that that is around the time that the World Cup starts is just i mean that makes me very very happy but yes i I think it'll be interesting to see like who sticks with this show and who because like you said i've not seen any other i've not seen comments i'm I'm curious to see what other people think i think this is going to be a crowd pleaser this episode i think it's going to be a slam dunk yeah i think so i think so i'd be surprised if it if 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 people don't react to this really well um but what i will say is that you know, in this day and age with streaming the way it is and on-demand content, it's a long time. It's a long time. We've got another six weeks. It so is. that's six episodes, best part of six hours, between five and six hours. And, you know, we got we still got six more to go over the course of six weeks. Long time. It's a long time. So it's yeah. got to keep people engaged. Got to keep people on board. We will be. I know it. Because you know, we love we do it. the recaps, so even if we <laughs> well, we have to, so we've got yeah. to have it. <laughs> we'll be involved it. anyway. We'll be involved anyway. We don't necessarily have to love it, but that will be really, really interesting. What a day! Wednesdays. I do not love Wednesdays. Thank you, Star Wars. Thank you, Lucas Film. Thank you, Matty Boy, for your time. Thanks for coming on the show, Thank- mate. <laughs> Thank you too, Lukey Boy. Thank you for coming on the show as well. And yeah, man, you're yeah. right. They've just given us like a half season finale. They've got to try and obviously keep those that momentum going now. So it'll be interesting to see how episode seven lands, if it is a faster paced one or if they kind of retreat back and slow it down a bit. I'm interested, but whatever the case, my man, we're going to be here next week to tell you all about episode seven of our nil. But before then, we'd love to hear your thoughts on episode six of the eye. 
what do you what do you think about what we said do you agree with us do you disagree are there things we've missed um are there things that you want to th- shout out when moments that you've enjoyed has this turned you on or off to and or whatever the case let us know lukey boy where can the world find us online they oh they can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk <laughs> search for us on social media just search star wars sessions on instagram tiktok facebook um what's the other one twitter we'll be there look for us dm us message us we love it uh don't forget about our patreon we've got patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions we've got loads of content on there from two dollars a month it's a bargain consider it please thank you it's filth and if you want to support the show for free you can do by leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice which does include spotify still five stars helps the show grow it introduces new listeners gets us up the algorithm and it's another way for us to hear from more of you each and every week and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your nan tell your cousin tell your nearest sci-fi fan the more the merrier the castle spicier tell your nearest four-armed doctor that this is the podcast and recap that you're looking for so until next time from me see ya and from luke rest in peace nemic you naughty boy and everyone else but and tamarine and the rest of them them lads. Yeah, but yeah, but Nemec. Nemec in it. Poor bloke. Yeah. Alien guy. Quad poor. Lead. Lead. Lad. Legend <laughs> and lad together. Lead. Legend. Lag. Or shirt. <laughs> Bye.